Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. <laughs> I don't eat the Chinese food. Welcome everybody to the Digger Dad's Pure Shui Podcast. This is me, Ryan. That's Shane. And yeah, this is this is definitely a shy podcast, but we, we keep it going, don't we? There's few people like listening to it every week, like. So we keep going. How are you getting on anyway? Yeah, alright. Alright. You, you don't eat Chinese? No, I don't like it. No, neither do I. Neither do I. Uh, there's a big difference in Chinese food now as well. I'll um, I'll explain it to you. Yeah, okay, before we get into Chinese, because I was actually going to talk about foods and stuff. So when we get to the Chinese one, we, we'll talk about the Chinese. Chinese, lad. You need to add the E's. You need to add the... <laughs> you can't say Chinese. Why not? You can't say that. Okay, all right, Chinese. Okay, Chinese. Right. So this is like the top ten cuisines... I'd eat the food in the world. The top 10. Okay. So number 10 is United States. That's a cuisine, is it? I suppose it would be. They come up with, um, is it funny they come up with French fries? They're <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fucking dead, right? They did. Why do they call them French fries? I don't know. Maybe your mum was from France that came up with it. Your mum was from France that cut up a potato. I oh, know. I reckon he's from Carvin. Carvin? Yeah, he cut it up so small he thought he had more of it. <laughs> anyway, let's get into this. So, number 10 is United States, right? So many of their popular foods originated from other cuisines. Like the pizza slice is Italian. Yeah, pizzas originated in Italy, yeah. But the New York style one, they are massive. 
You had a big pepperoni once. Yeah, yeah. And the, the actual fries, here we go, here we go now. The fries are from Belgium. So they're not French at all. Uh, let's not gain that again. The hamburgers and the frankfurters are likely German. Kuchenschlava. What was that? I don't know. I just, I, I think I've heard that before. Kuchenschlava. Some kind of a German word. But yeah, that's what it is. And then in the kitchens in America, they improved it by adding mountains of fucking salt. Lads, I do have to go through the McDonald's drive throughout here, I swear to God, sometimes, and just say, no salt on the chips, please. I'd nearly come home and salt them myself. I know, I was that one one day. And it, you could nearly snort the salt off the chip. There was that much of a line of it on it. <laughs> These things now all have a yum and dumb section as well. So the yum means it's definitely good, and the dumb means don't do it. So the cheeseburger is a perfect example of a yum, because... It's hard to find a bad one. It's hard to find a bad one. And the chocolate chip cookie. Where would we be without that? And that originated in America. So they're good for something. They're good for something. Now the dumb one is all over processed foods. Such as uh, Twinkies and um, KFC. Do you like KFC? I wouldn't be a fan of it now at all. To be honest. Now and again I might go, Jesus, you know what? I fancy... Um, a leg of chicken from KFC, but I'd never, it would never ever be a choice, really. You know, if I had to choose KFC or McDonald's, I'd definitely choose McDonald's. Now, I know some people might say the other, but I don't know. I've had a few bad experiences from KFC, like you get sick after eating it and stuff. I'm weird with chicken. I have to see the chicken being cooked or be sure it's fucking cooked before I eat it because I've had too many fucking runs to the jacks now, I tell you. But KFC is not, not overly great. I think it's very overrated now. Yeah, I'd agree. I do like that they have Pepsi, though. Uh, number nine is Mexico. Ah, uh, Mexico. Yeah, the land of uh, burritos and fajitas and tacos. Yeah, that's it. That's what they have. They have all that good stuff. And they like using avocados, tomatoes, lime and garlic. And they, sometimes like, they'll put in like beans and that. Have you ever gone to like Guzmani Gomez? That's the fucking uh, burrito place. Yeah, I can't stand it. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I tell you now, there's two reasons for it. Who the fuck shoves rice and black beans into a feckin' wrap? Ah, uh, the Mexicans do that. Rice. But who the fuck eats sweet corn? Sweet corn? We use that for fishing. Yeah, but some people like to have it in, like, with their tuna and that. I fucking can't get around it. I, I decided one night when I was here with the wife... We were going to order something and we didn't know what to order because where we used to live, we had so many things to order. It was nearly dangerous, like. We, we had so much to choose from. But where we're at now is shy. There's fucking nothing. So I said, here, how about we try that fucking Goose Manny Gomez thing that's down the road, that's only after opening. And she said, do you reckon you like that? I said, I don't know. Sure, it's fucking burritos, like. When we cook our own burritos, I love them. She said, right, okay. I fucking ordered it. It's jam-packed with rice and fucking sweet corn. The bare minimum of chicken. I thought. You shower the bastards. Yeah, fucking. You ordered a chicken one and they gave you fucking no chicken. There was chicken, like, but you could hardly taste the whore. I fucked them. No, I don't go there anymore now. Don't go back there. No. So the yum for this section is mole. And it's like an ancient sauce made of chilli, peppers, spice, chocolate and magic incantations. Chocolate and magic. 
What the fuck? Yeah, um, chili goes quite well with chocolate. Chili chocolate, yeah, I've heard that. But the magic incantations, I, I'm not quite sure what that could be. Yeah, and the, the dumb thing is tostados. Basically, it's the same as like a taco or a burrito, but they fry it on a crispy tortilla. And then it just turns into shite when you try and eat it. It just breaks up into pieces. And then all your fucking, all your lovely stuff just falls out the sides of it. And before you know it, you're a fucking hot mess. <laughs> you're eating excellent there. I just need to go to the toilet there. Sorry. I'll be back in a sec. I fucking told you to go to the toilet before this thing. I, I know, I know. But I didn't need to go then. All right. Number eight now is Thailand. They're mad into their curries, aren't they? Jesus, sometimes now with my wife would cook a fucking um, a curry here, a Thai green curry or a Thai red curry or whatever. Fucking stinks the house out of it. Smells like pure shy. Pure shy. She cooked something last night now called nasi gurin. Whatever the fuck that is or means, it smells fucked. And she's like, it's, it's lovely, mate. I'm like, it fucking smells like shit. Whoever cooked that and thought, let's give this to the children. It's fucked up. I can't stand Thai. Yeah, I had I had Thai food one time before, and I was in the toilet as well. And it's just I'm not a fan of it either. I just think it's too spicy and there's too many different kind of flavors and that. And it's just yeah, a bit weird, really. I carry on reading that there. So, uh, with influences from China, Malaysia, Indonesia, and royal culinary tradition, Thai cuisine is the best of many worlds. I disagree. I think it's pure shit. I can't do Asian food at all. I can go for an Indian, like a particular curry. But other than that, Asian food can fuck off. So one of the yums on this section is Masaman curry. A Thai curry with Islamic roots. So it's like a Muslim curry. That'd be, that'd be different, I'd say. And then the dumb. This is fucking dumb. Plasum is what it's called. And this is fermented fish. Eaten uncooked in popular parts of northeastern Thailand and reported to be responsible for bile duct cancer. How fucking thick do you need to be to eat fucking rotten fish? Raw. He fucking ticks. What are you at? It's like that. Do you see those videos on TikTok? I had the surf strumming. Oh, fuck, lad. See them opening that thing and you hear it go... And they absolutely fucking die with the smell of it. I, I I, couldn't post a video of me doing that because it would be removed and I would get banned. I would be cursing and all sorts and puking and ah, it just, it would break all sorts of guidelines if I posted a video of that sort of stuff. But I couldn't be near it. I'd be afraid I'd be allergic to it. And it'd kill me, I reckon. Yeah, fuck. I, I do watch those videos and I can nearly smell it through the phone. It's like, why would you want to do that? Why do you want to put that sort of stuff into a can and call it a delicacy. It's fucking delicacy in Sweden or somewhere. They're fucking mad whores. And number seven is Greek. Do you like Greek food? Ah, it's alright. Greeks are big into their, um, their breads and stuff. And olive oil with everything. You know, always, when you're eating at a Greek restaurant or anything like that. They'll always give you a little bowl with olive oil. So you can like dip your bread and stuff into. But some of the stuff is nice. But they're very, very fond of their olives and different types of cheeses and stuff now that I wouldn't be overly gone on trying now. I wouldn't be fond of trying a weird looking cheese. If it looks like there's a bit of green on it at all, I cut that piece off. <laughs> but some of them, some of them fucking lovers, hey, the old moldy cheese. Yeah, blue cheese. 
I do like, I don't mind blue cheese sauce now. If I was ordering a Subway, I'd order a, a spicy chicken one, right? And then it'd be that spicy that I'd have to have some kind of a sauce on it to cool it down. And the blue cheese is class. It does fucking mighty with that. I know some of you hoes are going, oh, you're fucking wronging. It's actually really good. But to eat just blue cheese off a fucking fork, no thanks. Not a fan. But Greek food, it's not bad at all. Not bad. Yeah, see, there you go. One of the yums is olive oil drizzled on other food or soaked up by bread. Yeah, I've seen that. They'll bring out, like, fancy warm cooked bread and then you just dip it into the oil. It's lovely. And a second yum is a spank or pita. Right, okay, what's that? Um, Spinach palatable with feta cheese and flaky pastry. That actually sounds all right. Yeah, I don't mind feta, no. Your wife does good salads with feta in it. Yeah, she does. She roasts. What she does now is, I won't give you the whole secret, but what she does is she roasts pine nuts but fries them, slow roasts them on the pan. Just nice and fancy, just some pine nuts. And then what she'll do is she will break up some feta into little crumbly bits, put them in a bowl with some rocket and spinach, and put in the pine nuts and then drizzle it with olive oil and it's just fucking delightful. You kind of sounded like if David Attenborough did restaurants, lad. That wasn't bad, no. That sounded very posh there, to be honest. Now, the dumb section of this is called Lacha Norizo. And it's basically cabbage and onion cooked to fuck. It says cooked to death, but I'd say cooked to fuck. Then mixed with rice. Lad, I don't understand that. Even back home, like, people just boil things until it's fucking brown. Like, broccoli. Yeah, that doesn't look as green as it is. After it's cooked back home. No, fuck. With broccoli, lad, I don't fucking boil it. I either just blanch it, which means put it into a bowl, put salt on it, and then boil the kettle. Pour the fucking stuff over it. The water over it. Leave it sit for a minute or two. Pour it out. Eat it. Fucking lovely. Has that nice crunch to it. You can still taste the fucking stuff. You're still getting some of the nutrients because they boil the fucking goodness out of it back home. And if I choose to, I, I could fry it. You know, with, with, a bit of, with a bit of garlic and just some fucking rosemary and fucking ginger and just fucking fry it. Yeah. Have it looking fucking nice. Yeah, that was an Australian one, that one. That wasn't David Attenborough, that thing. That was Steve Irwin's in kitchens. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the next one is Indian. Yeah, you see, I don't mind a butter chicken now. And I like it not overly hot, but it has to be hot. I've, I've, I've been getting the mild one now when I first started doing Indian, and I just don't like it anymore. It's lost its touch. I now have to get a spicier one. And I reckon over time I'll get to the very hot, because even the medium one now is starting to taste pretty mediocre now. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm starting to reach different levels in spice. But butter, chicken curry, rice, naan bread, fucking beautiful. Anything else in the menu can go and shite. I know, because actually, correction... If you eat anything else on the menu, it's very likely you're going to go and shy. Uh, that's it. I don't know. Just so, Sometimes it's just too much. There's too much fucking spice and herbs and stuff. Walking into those Indian restaurants, you're like, Jesus Christ, me eyes are burning with the spice in here. And this is just where we eat. Could you imagine fucking standing in the kitchen? No, thanks. I don't want to imagine that. Because it'd be too hot in there with flavours and spices and temperature. Ah, fuck that. Couldn't do that. But it is very hard now to find 
a decent Indian takeaway that does a good curry. Lots of places are lacklustre in flavour. The curry is quite watery or it's too thick or something like that. But we found a beauty of a spot. Oh, when we were living in the old house, it was great because I could fucking drive there in a couple of minutes. But the place we're in now, it's probably, I'd say it's a good 20 minute drive. But we do it now, the odd Friday. I'd just drive there or we'd, we'd go visit her mother on a Saturday evening maybe. And then on the way home, we'd um, stop off and get ourselves a decent curry. Because her mother lived a couple of minutes walk from where we used to live as well. So it was handy. But yeah, it's very hard to fucking find it. So one of the yums from India is dosa. It's like a pancake filled with anything from cheese to spicy vegetables. Be grand for lunch or dinner, they reckon. Yeah, I don't know if I'd like that now. I don't know either. And then another one is chi or chai. Not everyone likes coffee. Not everyone likes tea. But it's hard to resist. Chi. <laughs> I think that's how they say it, but I wouldn't drink that shit either. No, you keep that. Now the dumb one for this is Balti Chicken. And this was invented for the British palate. And they reckon it probably should have died out with colonialism. <laughs> they haven't said what it actually is, but it sounds fucking bad, hey? This is a favourite part of the podcast now. Lots of people have been messaging saying, God Ryan, you're a fucking Tinder genius. I've been picking up so many chicks now, but your pick-up lines, it's not even right. So, to you people, good job. Now, this is where I read out pick-up lines, and I read them out how they're written down, but then I change them into normal people terms, because nobody wants to know that you and I is in the alphabet, let's get together and have romance. Because that's shite, like, nobody's going to do the reads for that, you know. So, let's get into it now. You ready for the first one? Yeah, come on. <laughs> okay, so the first one is, do you like raisins? How do you feel about a date? See, that's shy. People, that's not funny. No one's going to enjoy that one. All right, go on then. How would you change that? Uh, do you like raisins? Because fuck, I feel a horn coming on. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, lad. That shows that I'm sexually attracted to her, I'd say. I don't know how successful that one would be now. I don't know, guys. Try it. Try it and let me know how it goes for you. So the next one is, are you related to Jean Clan? No, no, I've got that wrong. I... <laughs> Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Don't make me laugh. <laughs> Sometimes it doesn't work out quite as much here as you might think. So there is a little bit of editing that goes in, so I hope you can appreciate that, hey? Yeah, that's right, because... Sometimes I can't really talk properly, and yeah, you have to, you have to take some stuff out. <laughs> uh, don't make me laugh, you know. <laughs> Are you related to Jean Claude Van Damme? Because Jean Claude Van Damme, you're sexy. You see, that's shy. Yeah, no, that one wouldn't work too well. Hey, do you know who he is? I fucking do. That's why I change it to. Are you related to Jean Claude Van Damme? Because if you are, we can't go. Out. Because he's in that kickboxer film. Yeah, where he fights uh, Tong Po. Yeah, I fucking... Because Tong Po paralyzes his brother. And then he trains with this small Asian fella who is just wicked talent. And like Mr. Miyagi, but back in the day, you know. And he kicks the shit out Tong Po and they're wearing like bandages with glass on it. Like they used to do in the old time Thailand. It's fucking mad stuff. Great film. <laughs> it's a good film, all right. I'll do two more because we still have more to talk about on the food stuff. So, did you just come out of the oven? Because you're hot. See, that one, I don't mind that one. That one's actually quite fun. I think some of the people might like that one. But, let's change it up just to be a little bit strange. Because it's okay to be a little bit strange when you're going in for the one-liners or for the first-time chat. Because people will be interested then. They're either going to say, fuck off, you creep. Or they're going to say, hmm... You're a bit different. I never heard this before. So, okay. Did you just come out of the oven? Because fuck me, you're a big child. <laughs> Lads, that's not going to get you anywhere. The, the, the original one is better. Being a big child and telling them that they're hot. Which one is going to get them excited? I don't know, but like I said, just change it up, be different. Someone would have used that one on her already. <laughs> All right. Hey, the last one now is, do you know what's on the menu? <laughs> Me and you. See, that's fucking shy. That's creepy. Yeah, no, I don't like that one either. All right, change it there, quickly. Eh, uh, do you know what's on the menu? I might have forget me fucking glasses here. Can't find them. So we're back to the food thing now. And we're flying to Japan. The land of sushi. Yeah, do you like sushi? No, don't like it at all. No, I'm not a fan now myself. The wife fucking loves it. She's not overly gone now because they actually do... Um, I know it's technically not Japanese, I suppose. I, I don't know. But they do chicken sushi. All right. Yeah, it's like uh, chicken avocado wrapped in fucking seagrass and, you know, rice and stuff. I, I've tried it. It's all right, but I'd never go again. I'd never have it again. I don't really like it. It's not something that made me sick or anything, but it's just like, ah, this is weird. Why do you fucking eat this? Yeah, I'm the same. I don't like sushi at all. I did go to a place called Tabinyaki. I think that's Japanese. Where your man does all this fancy stuff while he's cooking. Because you sit around the chef's table. 
and he's got a big hot plate and he puts an egg on it and he chops up the egg real fine with his fucking, with his tools and stuff and he's just a gifted man. Yeah, the tebanyaki, I've been to that and he throws the the eggs at you and the bowl at you. He throws like six balls and you have to try and catch them in each other without dropping them and then he throws an egg and you have to try and catch that and it's just a fucking, a mad night. If, if you've never done it and there's tebanyaki or whatever the fuck it's called near you, go and fucking experience it. It's fucking crazy stuff. So the yums, they reckon sushi and sashimi are yums. They're fucking yucks to me, I tell you. Miso soup showcases some of the fundamental flavours of Japanese food. Simple but wholesome. If you've never had it, I don't think I want to try it. No, I don't want to try it either. I'm not, I don't, not keen on trying Asian stuff, hey. I worry about it massively. Yeah, so the dumb one is fugu. Is anything really that delicious that it's worth risking your life to eat? The poisonous blowfish is potentially lethal. And the Japanese are eating that. Fuck, lad. What is wrong with these fucking people with chasing after poisonous fish and eating fermented fucking fish? Why? I don't know. Anyway, number four is Spain. The home of tapas. Tapas is like... You order, like, it's lovely food and stuff, but you order it at a restaurant and it comes out in big portions and you kind of share stuff like that. Yeah, all Around the time of my wedding, myself, my wife and the lads that came out went out for a bit of dinner, right? And we went to a tapas restaurant. It was, um, used to be really nice. We've been there since and it's turned to shite, but it used to be really nice. And we tried to explain the concept to the lads that we'll order, like, four things, come out in big portions, and just, they just put it in the middle of the table and you just get a spoon and you just work off each one. You'll have a little bit of this one, a little bit of that one, the other one, all that kind of stuff. And my friend Tommy said, right, I, I'll try to order the bolognese, so, you know, and you want to say grand. And we ordered what we ordered, right? All the food came down. Now, I mean fucking huge portions of food. And the bolognese was put on the table and Tommy picks up the bowl and puts it in front of him. I said, put it into the middle there, lad. Everyone just kind of takes from it. You fuck off, he said. <laughs> I ordered the bolognese. <laughs> I said, lad, yeah, but it's 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 kind of a share thing because the next one that comes out, you can have some of that as well. No, I fucking ordered. <laughs> and just couldn't get the concept of it. But that's what essentially what it is. And they also do um, the, the fried um, donut things. Uh, churras. Yeah, churras. Is that what it is? They're fucking lovely. <laughs> It is nice now, it is nice to be fair. But it's very filling and like if you eat too much of it, you kind of feel a bit sick in that. But it's actually really nice. I like it. So the yum is actually churros. And it's the world's best version of sweet fried dough. It's like a, a long Mickey shaped donut that's just doused in sugar. And you don't you don't think of it like you're eating a Mickey at all. Because it's, it's nice like. I can imagine eating a Mickey wouldn't be too nice. But um, the dumb is gazpacho. It's refreshing and all, but it's basically just like a liquid salad. Oh, fuck's sake, lad. <laughs> That's what it says there. Number three is French. The land of croissant. Yeah, I, I like the pastries and stuff in France now. I do, I like it. And um, some of the food is good, but they, they do some weird stuff to food. Like they eat frog's legs and do stuff with tadpoles and stuff like that. They're into some weird stuff, snails. and I wouldn't be into that now, but... You know, their pastries and desserts and stuff like that are lovely. Creme brulee and all that kind of stuff. Very, very nice. One thing I will say is, they like their fucking cheese, right? 
Myself and the wife went to a place called Milk the Cow. Oh, did she call Milk a Cow? No, it's just called <laughs> Milk the Cow. <laughs> right? So you go there and it's essentially like wine and cheese, right? Now, I know that might sound shite or might sound posh to some people. Look, look at this fucking prick from Dangan talking about wine and cheese, the bastard. Know where you're from, you cunt. I know people are saying that, right? But it's actually fucking deadly. It's fucking class. Now, we went twice. I think we went twice or three times when we were on our honeymoon because it was that good. But the first time we went, I had... Because um, I don't drink wine. I don't drink wine. She drinks the wine, so she had wine and cheese. I had whiskey and cheese. So what they'll do is they'll bring you down like a big fucking timber board full of um, like five or six glasses of whiskey and then five or six different types of cheese to go with it. And then she had the wine version. Now... It was lovely and all, but the head was blown off me. The head was fucking blown off me by the time I got to the fifth glass of whiskey. I was fucked, lad. Yeah, because it's all mixed and it's all different powers and stuff. Oh, lad. But they don't care about that. It's all about the flavours and the combinations and stuff. And they bring down different breads and stuff like that. It was fucking unreal. The next time we went, I did it with beer. So it was different types of beer, six different glasses of beer with the cheeses. And I had the fucking time of my life. It's down in Melbourne. It's called Milk the Cow. If you've never been, go. The only thing about it is, that's a little bit annoying, is the waiter comes down, right? And he says, have you decided on what you want? It's like, I, I, I think I'll go for, um, for the beer one. Yeah, okay. And then he'll start reading off the different types of cheeses and where it's come from. This cheese now has come from a cow that was out in the field yesterday. And we saw him and we said, fuck, he looks absolutely fantastic. So we chased after him and then he ran and ran and ran. And he just keeps going on, talking about this cheese, where it's come from, who fucking made it. Who squeezed the tail of the cow? It just, you're like, I want that one, lad. Just go off there and get it for me. Like, these waiters now would be fucking paid, I'd say, twice or three times the amount of a regular waiter. They have to be. There's no way they could do their job or enjoy doing their job on fucking waiters' wages if they're just getting the same as someone that's ordering from fucking Domino's or something. Like, unreal knowledge these people have off the top of their head. But it just, it kind of drags out the fucking whole thing and it gets a little bit annoying, you know. But the experience itself was fucking class, lad. But you didn't get to milk a cow then? No, lad, no. So why do you call it milk a cow? Because you have to milk a cow to get cheese. Oh, that's, that's a good one, yeah. Okay, I understand now. That's fine, thank you. So the yums of France is macarons. Oh, lad, don't. Start with those whores. They're fucking... A lot of, I'd eat them all. I'd eat them all in one go. What are they? They're like a fucking biscuit. They're like a like a crumbly fucking melt-in-your-mouth biscuit. And you can get all sorts of flavours. You can get hazelnut, caramel. as uh, just fucking perfect. Absolutely perfect. I wouldn't mind one of them, no. You can't have one, lad. You have to have 501. I'll have 501 then. Where can we buy them? Oh, you can get them in the shops and that. All right. Okay. So let's go straight to the dumbs, right? So the dumb one is faux gras. And it tastes like 10,000 ducks roasted in butter, then reduced to a velvet pudding. Jesus Christ. But some animal advocates decry the cruelty of force-feeding fowl to fatter, fatten their livers. Jesus, what? That sounds fucking disgusting. Yeah, I don't like that. The next one is Chinese. Good lad. <laughs> Do you like Chinese food? No. I don't either. Can't fucking stand it, lad. And there's a big difference in Chinese food in China or out here than there is in like Dangan 
or Navin or fucking Leitrim, you know, the Chinese back there have adapted their menu to suit the Irish palate. Nowhere in fucking, nowhere outside of Ireland or England in a Chinese restaurant will you get chips or fucking curry. You don't get three-in-ones or anything like that anywhere outside of those places because it's tailored to the Irish palate. You can't get a three-in-one here. No, lad. No, there's no such thing. My wife will tell you that it's completely different. Chinese food is very, very different outside of, um, like, Ireland and England. She's, she's seen it. She's experienced it. She hears people raving about spice bags and all this kind of stuff, and I can't get behind that. I think they're fucking shite. But that's just my opinion. But it's very, very different. And either way, I don't fucking like any of them. Like, even even the Irish dishes themselves, like chicken chow mein and all that kind of stuff, they're all doctored back there to suit the Irish palate because Irish people can't handle fucking flavours. They can't, and that's just it. So they've kind of mild it down and just kind of made it real basic and real simple for Irish people. And chicken balls, that's not Chinese. I didn't even know chicken tag balls. But China is the place to go if you want to see... What you shouldn't eat, but you can eat. You know, they'd fucking shock you. My wife went and she was handed, she ordered chicken soup. And she literally got chicken in a soup. You could see the whore's beak, his feet. He was defeathered, and that was it. And he was just cooked as he was. The whore had eyes. <laughs> in this fucking bowl of what was like water. Fuck that. I'm telling you. And she said, like... The KFC and stuff like that that's out there. The chicken is like, like grey. Like, it's just not nice. But then she did say that some of the street food places you go to, they make some lovely Chinese food, if you're into it. I'm not a fan of it. They're very into their rices and all that kind of stuff, but it's just fucking not for me, hey. Yeah, let's get straight into the yum, so. Sweet and sour pork. A guilty pleasure that has taken on different forms. Wouldn't you like that now? See, I don't know. I don't know. It sounds nice, but just the way the Chinese do things to food, it's just kind of like, I don't think I'd like the taste of it. I'm not a fan of it, no at all. Fair enough. Uh, the next one, the dumb one, is shark's fin soup. Fuck, lad. Imagine they're just catching sharks just to use their fins for soup. I swear to God. And it says here that the green campaigners have been pushing for the Chinese restaurants to stop serving this. Because, obviously, they're having to catch sharks to do it. And if you cut the fin off a shark, you can't just put him back. Like, he's fucked. I see. But they will use the shark meat as well. But sharks are big creatures. Fucking leave them alone. Don't be going to eat them whores. Go into their water and, and see if you like being eaten. Hey, go on. Try it. <laughs> uh, the last one is Italian. Oh, lad, my favourite. Absolute favourite. Pizza, pasta, garlic bread. Just fucking delightful stuff. Yeah, I'm a fucking big fan of Italian food myself now. What's your ideal pizza now? Oh, look, I'm... I'm partial to just something simple, really. You know, just a margarita. Just a decently done margarita pizza. Pepperoni is nice. I do like pepperoni. I'm not a fan of pineapple on pizza. I think anyone who does that wants to be shot. And it's not Italian. Um, But yeah, just simple food. I just like simple food. And we went to Italy. We went to Rome. And to find just the best of the best Italian food in these side streets off the strip, away from any tourists, where nobody knows these places are. You walk in, and you're the only person that's talking fucking English. You're just having to point at the menu, because all Giuseppe here doesn't understand the fucking word that you're saying. And the menus are in English. So, um, 
that in itself tells you that the food's going to be great. The fucking places will be packed every night and it's just packed with locals, you know, and the food is just next level. The pizzas in Italy, when you get a good one, like nothing you've ever had before. Pasta, fresh pasta all the fucking time. Just, if I could fucking live in Rome, I would. Oh, lad, I had a great time there. Did you go see Colosseum? I did, yeah, but do you know what? You're fucking tuning into our time here now. We're going overtime already, so fucking finish off with your yums there because we've got to talk about some mental health stuff. So one of the yums is pizza. Simple yet satisfying. Don't overcomplicate it. I, I, I really mean that because all these fucking 10 meat pizzas, they can fuck off. It wrecks it. And the next one is coffee. Do you like cappuccino? That's Italian. I love cappuccinos, lad. Me too. And the dumb one is buffalo mozzarella. Oh, really? These balls of spongy, off-white, subtly flavoured cheese of water buffalo milk. The flavour is so subtle, you have to imagine it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, time for our mental health stuff, lads. We'll do it quickly now, because we're running out of time. This feeling will pass. The fear is real, but the danger is not. That's a quote now I found. And that's true. It's very true. Whatever you're feeling is not going to last forever. It is okay to be afraid of it, but you are not in danger. The only one that is putting you in danger is yourself. And the best thing you can do is figure out how you can talk about it, who you can talk about it to. There are some helplines out there. Uh, someone reached out to me and actually mentioned because of that fella that um, messaged me and was about to commit suicide and stuff and we managed to help him. Um, he's from an area where there's an organisation called SOSAD and they're free, they're free and they've got actual um, buildings and stuff all over that area in the Midlands and a little bit further up, a little bit further down and even just ringing them, you can just ring them, you don't have to go to them and it's uh, completely free to have a chat with them and stuff and there's, it's all confidential, you don't even have to give your real name and all that kind of stuff, you're just a number essentially when you go in so that nothing is linked back to you and no one can find out that you were there and that you've been talking to them. And it might just be a way of fucking sorting yourself out, lads, you know? I'd agree, do Yeah, just, if you have to do it anonymously, lads, it's still helping you, isn't it? At the end of the fucking day, still helping you. Anyway, I think we'll call it a day now because stuff to do. Fucking stay at your house, lad. My young fella <laughs> has it wrecked on me here. Go on. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities 
abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.